commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the dune seas of Tatooine, I'm Greg Scumbag, you're listening to Cool World News, your trusted home and news service providing in-depth coverage for the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now, the new segment rundown for January 14th, 2022. The book report of Boba Fett. Now, our review of the book of Boba Fett, Chapter 3, The Streets. Of Bose Esper. All right. Thank you very much, Grex. Welcome yeah. back, everyone. Another week, another book of Boba Fett um, episode, which is fantastic. Uh, we're very glad to bring you the book report of Boba Fett. It's the best. Uh, uh, I read this book. Uh, I, I I really like this book. It, <laughs> it, it was about. Sorry. It was about Boba Fett. Just shifted back to fifth grade book reports. Yeah. uh, So full spoilers coming. But uh, before we do that, we would be amiss if we did not issue an apology. Mm -hmm. We missed a major, major. So ashamed uh, of myself. (laughs) Yeah. Easter egg from last week. Um, I didn't. Right. Subconsciously, I didn't. Subconsciously, you didn't. Grant (laughs) got the closest. I was like, I love his hair. It's like very like OT hair. And then yep. Grant was like, yeah, you could totally cut this right out of A New yeah. Hope. And they That's did. as close as we got. <laughs> yeah, we knew it, right? We were just being really subtle about it. Oh, God. Adam, do you care to elucidate how, <laughs> how bad we missed it? Yeah. I saw the names in the... in the. Um, uh, See, this is Grant. why. This is just failure of communication. Are you, because... are you sure A New Hope's your favorite movie, Adam? Are you sure? It, oh, yeah. Oh, I also... Yeah. I also love watching the the deleted scenes, and that's what's also yes. driving me nuts. And they cast people. So anyway, so the whole story is the the scene where Boba Fett goes to basically tape on this take on the Suit Gang is Tashi Station, um, where they're getting where Luke wants to go get power converters. Which, by the way, he is totally lying to Uncle Uncle Owen. He just wants yeah, to go hang yeah. out with his yeah, friends. He I've never heard beers fly. called that before. Yeah. Uh, uh, who are their friends, Cammy and Fixer, who are the people that the gang... Your uncle could is... buy us some Carillion Ale. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and they even cast actors that look a lot like the actors Here's who played actors. them. And so, yeah, I I really... I, I face planted it last week on that one. If I do if lay any that one us, at your feet, Adam. It's like, a, I, I completely take all the blame for that because as a person who loves that movie and watched, watched those deleted scenes so many scene. times, yeah, missed you it. Gotta, sorry, you guys, were, you guys were rewarded with uh, the Bomar Monk, the intro. Mm-hmm. I know. That's very true. I know. Yeah. I can tell you the entire backstory of the Bomar Monks, but you give me Cammy and Fixer and I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's oh, hey. always a lot of good Easter eggs in here, and it's fun picking them out. Yeah. Um, and this episode was no different. There were um, some great ones there. Um, but yeah, so we've, again, it's like, this is like three episodes in one episode. It really sort of goes a lot of different places. It does, but it, it reverses the formula of last week's, which was like one third current timeline, two right. thirds flashback. And now with the exact opposite way, it's like, one third flashbacks, if even that, and yeah. the rest is yeah. all yeah, which current is cool. timeline. It's nice pacing. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of split it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start current timeline, and Boba Fett gets no respect. He just no respect. <laughs> yeah, he's the <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. He is the Rodney Dangerfield. Enough. Wait, yeah, Matt Barry in this episode. 
88 <laughs> is it might be the best droid of all time. At this yeah. Point. The uh, way he says Jabba is the best thing I've ever heard in Star Wars. And I'm not even going to pretend to even, I'm not even going to attempt to do it. It's like, state your name and your business. And yeah. The, the guy's just like, no one respects him. He's like, enough! <laughs> He's yeah. Like, Boba's like, no, let him speak. Like, like that. Boba is, I'm loving Tamora Morrison. I think Tamora Morrison has entered like the the upper echelons of the Felicity Jones and Adam Drivers. Yeah. Whereas like the great actors. Like I well, really just love watching it. Just, and it's yeah. it's ironic because he does such good face acting yeah. when he's in that scene, which is why I'm like, well, it makes it it makes it's understandable why they're not putting Boba Fett in the helmet all the time. Because right. when you have a person that can act with his face like Tamara Morrison, you take advantage of it. Yeah. I found out what he's doing what he's doing this episode is he's like He's being a samurai. Like it's if you look at classic Kurosawa films, like the way Tamar Morrison's carrying himself in this in this performance of Boba is a samurai, like a Mifune character, like a, yeah, 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 but almost like the one of the some of the most regal, like a really distinguished samurai. Did, like you, you, that's you know. dead on. That's dead on. That's exactly that's exactly it. And I, I love watching him do it. I will say I'm waiting to get more helmeted boba fett is that weird yeah no it's not weird at all i'm i'm surprised with how Love little tomorrow morrison he's a treasure yeah. of the way he's playing the character and he's just like and he's so consistent through every episode but still like it's still boba fett and it's not boba fett unless he's unless he's wearing the uh, i mean we just talked like yeah. for five minutes before recording about him possibly going to like another planet like yep. now or yeah you, you know Somewhere, we, somewhere like that. That 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 could be incredible, honestly. Right. Well, I think it was it was last week we talked about the fact that Boba Fett without the helmet and Boba Fett with the helmet are two different characters. Yeah. And and, and which also again highlights Tamar Morrison's acting ability. Like he becomes a different person when he has that helmet on. Yeah. And could I and I'd be like building up where it, for him to like take it to the pikes or the huts and like go to where they live. It would feel like after being on Tatooine this whole series for it to actually go to a different planet yes. at the end would feel super powerful. If we are, this is a crime story. We're, we've talked, we're talking about families in this episode, right? Crime families we're talking about syndicates. At some point you got to, to steal from the Godfather. You got to go to the mattresses, right? Yeah. We haven't seen them go to the mattresses yet, which is gang war basically or family war. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, ATA we does someone... set up like the territories of Tatooine quite yeah. early in this episode. Right. You have the there's three sections of Mos Espa. I, I am sort of curious at the size of the scale. I really thought if you're taking on Jabba the Hutt, you're taking on like a quarter of the galaxy. Like I figured like it was that big, but he's just going for Mos Espa. He's just supposed to be the the big cheese in this town. And so it's split up. Local in... daimyo. Daimyo. <laughs> I would love to see spelled because I don't I have no idea. Um, so there's three sections of Mos Espa. One's run by the Trandoshans, one's run by the Aqualish, and the other one is uh, owned, run by the Clatoonians. Yep. Um, I'm forgetting what a Clatoonian looks like. Can we guys? They're one of the guards on the on the Jabba's palace or Jabba's sail barge. I can't yeah. look to, um, but I can't. I it's like yeah. I can almost Are, envision them, but I like they're a pretty is, popular. Um, what is the character from the show Resistance 
the the Nikto. Nikto, he's a Nikto, right? So yeah. Nikto. Yeah, his name is uh, I forget the uh, name. Yeah, so he's a Nikto, Clatoonian. We we have Nikto on Tatooine for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look. Well, oh, Clatoonians are are very common. You've seen them in the cantina. Yeah. 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 What do they look like? Oh, okay. The Clatoonians, they look like they're like pit bulls on a human body, kind of. Right. Kind of. Yes. Bulldogs. You've seen them before. You've seen them in the canteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have that. But that's un- that was under Bib Fortuna's watchful eye, 88 says. Um, but right. all the while, they're all lining the pockets of Mokshais, the mayor Mokshais, like the entire yeah, right. time. So you figure out that this is the network right now. You got to. And now Boba understands the network. Now this episode's all about Boba being tested, and it's it's his turn to make a move. Mm. But but it kind of ends like abruptly. It's almost like a D and D campaign that has to wrap up too quickly. It's almost <laughs> like it's almost like uh, they send it. They sent an assassin, and here's a gift. Like we're we're you know like it. We'll get to yeah. the whole story. But um... good job stopping our assassin. <laughs> here's the gift. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, okay. I and they're like, well, we're at, well, <laughs> I'm gonna head out. You <laughs> like, okay. I'm just gonna like my guy's Sorry. gonna parade me back away from the desert right now. Yeah, yeah. We out. I was gonna say, and we'll talk about it when we get there. But I really thought the gift, and I was just like, and this is how Boba Fett lost his hand. Anyway, we'll talk about that. I had a different story in my head that where that was going, but we'll oh, we'll get there. That's fascinating. I can't yeah. So then we get the uh, we get Steven Root. Um uh, we get the amazing, the 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 great yes. and good Steven Root. Makes uh, everything Lortha Peel. He's playing yeah. Lortha Peel, a water a local watermonger in Mosespa, <laughs> who's um uh dealing with a street gang of insolent youths who are stealing his inventory, his water. I felt like um, I was he overcharges like, for by uh, like a dramatic. Uh, yeah, like 10x or something. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was watching a Coen Brothers movie, like for like just this yeah. presentation, just yeah. because you know, no one respects you. The first line, "No one respects you," was standout, like iconic immediately. I just love how much people will just say everything to Boba Fett and then immediately apologize about it. But still say it like it's just such a great. Moment. Yeah, people call this him Lord Fett now, which is kind of yeah. awesome. This is a, it's say. an issue. Like, how come no one respects Boba Fett? Like, they have he has to remedy that, right? No yeah. one respects yeah. Boba he's Fett. Like, like, come on. He's like, I have to make a move. He's like, yeah, he almost does the thing, and then they like give him a yeah. gift and split. Yeah, and, and dip. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know how else to say this. Would you respect Boba Fett? That was a great line, no, too. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, right. sooner or later, he's right. got to start dropping the hammer or, I don't know, riding a Rancor. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something amazing that may not happen or may or may not happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. This was the first episode I, I bumped up against. Like, I loved uh, all these agreed. episodes. And yeah. this episode was the first one where I was like, all right, there's a there's a lot of interesting choices going on here. And I feel differently about each of them. They're all they're all interesting. Yeah, I, to, I me, some, choices. to me, some of them, I just felt like just it felt ill paced or something or just like it happened too quickly. It, it maybe needed to have been a longer arc for certain things. Yeah. But um, 
it's interesting you say that, man. Like, first of all, like I definitely get prequel like Wyland vibes out of this episode. It's like it's Wyland. But I think it's because it has so many different beats in this like really short episode. All these very disparate things occur. And um, I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it switches movies every like three minutes or something. Or that's, styles. A, that's a good point. We'll talk about it for a second. But you're right, Ben. I didn't. I just paused because I have it playing in the background. It is it is a good fifteen minutes shorter than last, last week's week, episode. Yeah. Episode, so that's interesting, right? That's something to be said. Um, Daniel uh, Logan, watch uh, three for three, three for three, three for three on Daniel Logan. Yeah, there was yep. an, another Camino flashback. Yeah, yeah, three that for three. Was... Is it just because he likes Dan um, Daniel? Yeah, Logan? Like, I, 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 I kind of think that's it. Because I'm not trying to, I was talking to Carly about this. I'm like, because he keeps getting named in the credits. Yes. And that must mean you're getting paid as an actor, right? If you're named in the credits. So I wonder if part of it is like, because we've talked about how much Daniel Logan stands for Star Wars constantly as a big cheerleader of Star Wars. And so maybe it's a little bit of like, you know, hey, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do this because you are an important part of this, of this legacy, even though you're only in one movie, because that's the way it. It happens. Yeah. This, pretty crazy. This, so this, that that's part of an elemental theme of this series, though, is water. Because um, yeah. uh, even in that early conversation with the watermonger, yep. um, Boba says, yeah. I came from a world of, like, water, like, only water. Like, yeah. Or, like, all, you know, it was all water. It's all ocean. And um, they talked about the oceans of Tatooine drying up and again, all this kind again. of stuff and the water again. It's just like water became a very powerful symbol in this episode. And then he goes to investigate the um the, the street gang and he goes there. You're Ben, you want more helmeted Boba Fett. He's helmeted in that yeah. scene. Like yeah. it's yep. he goes There's in there scene. like ready to be a heavy hitter, expecting some sort of dangerous cyberpunk gang. Um, but you know, I want that climactic Boba scene, though, where it's like just him in his like gear, you know, rocket packing against the side of a building, you know, crashing. Yeah. Through and like, See, we'll get to that. See, I, th- I think that could have happened maybe with like um, Black Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I feel like that character is perfect for like tossing Boba around and really giving you a set piece moment. that yeah. could be worthwhile. Yeah. Or we well, could have I mean, him so fight him in his it. underwear. But in my opinion, it was a little too like 90s, you know practical creature horror film in like just like the portrayal of that fight because i was like i wanted lacrosanta to like re- i, I like the knuckles i like the vibro knuckles i thought that was awesome yeah. i thought that was like the coolest yeah. part of that scene but i thought i thought he would also be like really uh capable of the bounty hunter and like even if there were other people that he'd have backup plans and all that kind of stuff just be you know just a little wizened to the process of how to how to take people out I yeah, I mean, dude, against the Black Kersantan, I actually kind of like the way they shot it because um, the the costume for Kersantan looks so good. It's so it good. Does. It looks really good. You get wides of a creature, which is like you so, don't usually... It's, it's usually like weird tights and Dutch angles and stuff on no, it because it's like so bad, but... Putting yeah. it all out there. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, you have to have, yeah, people. But uh, you, again, it's like... Sooner or later, Boba Fett better start, you know, yeah, some butt. I guess if we're talking about that, because that's the thing is I envisioned, and we still may get it because there's still mm-hmm. four episodes left, a black chrysanthemum fight 
in full Boba Fett armor. And, you know, yeah. I, at the same time, Oh yeah, I, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's what I was. Like what karate I was kid sort of. Thing. Yeah, and, with but that rifle I, of play, that rifle was not yeah. a play. The rifle that it, was so intimidating that we saw. But nothing was has not been fired yet because he was fighting in his underwear. Which I mean, I guess maybe you're going for like a was it Eastern Promises? No, what's that movie where? <laughs> yes, you're, no, you're right. fighting in the nude, but like right. bathhouse or like, yeah. So like maybe there's part of that. And promises. I, I was there. Yeah. Imagine that reference. That's burned into my my memory. Um, so here's the thing is like I when I was watching this live, I loved that he wakes up from his flashback. We'll talk about the flashback in a bit. And like he just suddenly gets attacked. And I that got me like I'm like, here we go. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. But then like I guess part of the issue I had similar to what was great was saying too is also like I feel like we've depowered Wookiees because. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like a Wookiee the size of like a Santan <laughs> versus a fifty-something-year-old man <laughs> in his underwear. Maori warriors. which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a couple scenes where he's like whacking him in the head, and it's not doing anything to Black Santan. But like, there's a moment where Black Santan bites his hand. Did you see that part? Yes. Don't you think that would have just would take your hand? It off. would take your hand off, right? Or when he's right. like throwing him the amount of power behind that throw should have shattered bones. That's so it's funny because like Solo fear. and Chewie bite each other in Solo. That's, oh, that's right. Well, this, wait, does Chewie bite <laughs> I think Han? they both bite each other. Yeah, I remember Han, oh, no, Han bites Han Chewie, bites Chewie, Han Chewie bites which Chewie. I love. Solo. Yeah. Bite the, bite the that's good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, you guys are getting a little nitpicky here. No. No, no, no. I just wanted Black Sand in to, like, take someone out. I wanted him to be, like, just... Right. It did take six of them, and they didn't even kill him. Nope. And I will say, like, I love the way he looks, and I'm so excited that we got it right after seeing him in the last episode. And there was some great stuff in there. I mean, when he hits him with the gaffy stick. Yeah, that was serious. A couple times. Yeah. Like, he actually. Into him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what was so scary because, like, Boba got his licks in early with that gaffy stick. Like, Mm -hmm. he like severed his like. Achilles and then like you know ran the thing through his back and it, like it didn't even slow him down. Yeah. Anywho. Um big fight, good times. And then he it ultimately... fights the Gamorians. He sees the Gamorians and just charges. Oh, charges like... and, and jumps down a flight yeah. of stairs with them. <laughs> yeah. the and to watch. me, that was like, oh wow. Like just it's pretty comic book them right? down the stairs and they all just tumble down the stairs. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. And then the blocking, like we got it. <laughs> Yeah, gotta get them over the raincor pit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I also I was like, would the tight shot help here? Works so every they time. Don't see that where they are, kind of like you just hide it a little bit. I don't yeah. know. I will blame the previously on, and I I almost never watched previously ons because of this, and for some reason I did in this one because in the previously on, I don't know if either of you watched it. They made a I big. Know, I always skip that. They make a big deal about the night wind guy falling in there. And you could think, well, they were telling a story because he's the one who says go to the mayor, right? But they show the fact that he falls in the rancor pit and there's no rancor in there. So I'm like, in my mind, and I was in the car, I'm like, well, clearly someone's going to the rancor pit because they have to get a beast in the rancor pit. So the second he starts fighting Black or Santa, I'm like, 
Oh, Blacker Santan's going in the Rancor pit. Like literally <laughs> four seconds into the fight because of the previously on. That's the yeah. Old that's well. Reason. Whose fault is it for watching the previously it's on? Set mine, and 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 I will never do it again. <laughs> yeah, I never watch that because especially with these, it's just like, and this is going to happen. I, my dream. There's a lot of like, I hope this happens. Wait, did Boba's back? broke in that i scene. thought he's i thought he was paralyzed i was like they're gonna be <laughs> paralyzed boba fett i thought they were like does boba have to use the cybernetics now no. then he comes the down gang? in a smoking like, jacket or something he's like I, yeah he's like that is a cozy cozy uh <laughs> yeah. i i want that robe but he um i'm wondering about in black spy or uh uh yeah next time i'm over yeah <laughs> fucking nurse. um i just wanted an 88 like like stand up i was really hoping and this is going to sound really cruel, but I was hoping he was just going to keep Black or Santan down there. And that was his yeah. like, that was I, his exaggerate. Like, we just keep a Wookiee down there now. I know. I was wondering if he was going to do that. That would be messed up. Yeah, that's that yeah. felt like where it was going. Because like yeah. she looked at Fennec, looked at him and was like, had this this face of like, oh, no, now we have to deal with this. And like, yeah. not for long, really. Like, they yeah, then he just like, lets him go. Long. Like, he lets him go. And then this is the second part of, oh, this is where it's wait, going. Why doesn't Black Santa just like whip the Gamorrean down and like destroy Boba Fett and like or take, all, take everyone out? Or why didn't he just join Boba Fett? I really thought he'd just be like, OK, you best well, now I'm your like now I'll work for you right. right like, if he I offered thought, him a job, yeah, that's what I thought was yeah, going to happen. I thought that's what was going to happen at the end of the episode. Slowly jogs off screen. Yeah, yeah, that was the strangest part. Was he just yeah like jogs away? And However, he can't he can't like recruit everybody? You no. know, though and, that would be a pretty sweet sidekick. But he maybe laid the groundwork for something. Dumb. He's building a team just like happens in Mando, right? Like I and, and talking about building the team, I liked that he got the street. I want to call them street rats, which is really not a great term, but like scrum the, rats the, and the scrum scrum rats. rats. Yeah. Terminology. Like right. kids. I, like that. I know. Yeah. yeah, that is. I know. It, it's real bad. We can cut that out. Um, Aren't they but, called I something? think it's funny. Don't it's fake. It's all fiction, by the way. This I know. Is, none of this is yeah, real. this is all not <laughs> real. We're <laughs> um, not really on a space I station right now. I still feel bad. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, I like that. Like, I like this idea that he's taking kids under his wing. It seems like a very Boba Fett thing to do since he's clearly obsessed with families and children and fathers. I kind of wish they were younger. Does that sound right. weird? We were talking about how this is kind of like the Godfather, or like a Bronx tale or whatever we were discussing yeah. before. But now it's kind of like there's a little bit like the Warriors now, or like the yeah. Outsiders. Yeah, there really is. And then, Dude, and then also there's the Warriors. Movie. I imagine there's like horror movies that like teens befriend like uh, an older man and then like a monster attack. You know what I mean? Like. I'm sure. And that's what this formula was almost in this episode. Yeah. It was like kind of, it was really, really fun. It was like a really fun, entertaining episode. Um, I really think Biker Sandin should have like defeated more people, but <laughs> that's, that's just that's my fair. own opinion. That's a fair. I was like, just, I, that, that, I was that, really pulling for him and that entire fight. I didn't want him to take out Boba, but I wanted him to like throw Boba aside and then. I don't know, take out other people. I mean, there's yeah, also take a out lot some of, of those space rats, right? teams. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're they're 
right there. Didn't he rip like a piece off someone's leg or something? Yeah, if they, funny. Have, got if they more have droid on. parts, just rip the droid parts yeah. off. There's no no blood, no harm, no foul. Like <laughs> it just shows his strength as an awesome just bounty. Throwing player. limbs around. Okay. Mechanic all right. limbs. All right. This is one fight we've been talking about it for That's all time. I've been saying. That's all I want to say. And then he, he should come back. Hopefully he comes back later. I think he year. will. I don't think yeah. he will. Yeah. You just said not have to come back. Um it, it also looks great. That's the other reason why I probably didn't enjoy it. It looks so yeah. That That's probably a very expensive looks insane. The yeah. amount of time to get that makeup going is they're probably like, yeah, we can't have him here every episode. Right. <laughs> it takes too much time. And or money. for too long, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, totally. So still, though, still, wouldn't you like them to do the effort in like of anything you could like go all out on? It's like do yeah. some creature stuff for this, because like are is there any chance we're moving pretty quick here? We already got the death of the Tuscans, which we would like. I know. Like, oh, that's going to happen several episodes away. At least that's nope, what I thought. It's done already. Wait, it happened yeah, already. We, wait, can dead. we talk about that pacing right there? And we talk about the pikes and the significance of the pikes in a Boba Fett show. Like, how do we feel about that's what I bump up against? That's ultimately what I bump Dude, up. We against. had an episode like four episodes ago where we were like, the pikes are the most likely clan to show up in this uh, in this episode. Yeah, which is no. Fine. I think two of us said that. One of us said that was the clan, right? That was the this city. guy right here. Yeah, this yeah, guy. It's all bad. I and I have no problem with that. It's just I will just say the uh, odd thing about it is that the huts said there's another syndicate. We are we are suspiciously not naming that syndicate. Not going to say who it is. And then it's just the syndic the other syndicate the we see it's in just the episode. The it's, it was a weird like why not just say it's the pikes from the jump? It like you're not it's not gonna be a surprise. And then I don't since know. all the flashbacks deal with the pikes, it yeah. seems that the pikes Which, will be the main villain antagonist yeah. Yeah. syndicate. Which, I'm okay with because they look awesome. Like I'm really they liking the good. design yeah. on them. But still, like, yeah. you know, again, it came from a, a text message that I thought I saw, but didn't want to see <laughs> to spoil the episode. But I thought they were building up a bigger syndicate. It's like you know, yes, the you know, there'd be something else. I understand they're tying both of the timelines <laughs> together to the pipes, well, right? But it was like, oh yeah. no, it's this other syndicate, and it's the Black Sun, and they're like, yeah. There's Wait, still is my there Obadia like reference in Boba Fett? At this point, who's Obadiah? It's like their home world. Oh, that's right. So, Pike's home world. Also, Phil Lamar. Shout out to Phil Lamar. Who? Oh, did he do the voice? He voices the crime boss for Pike. Oh, that's awesome. I was wondering how many people are were controlling that character at the time. Yeah, I think there's people that do facial expressions, and then then there's the actor like doing the mannerisms. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What I'll say is that we're only in episode three and things do, as you mentioned, move very quickly. So I still think there might be someone behind the pikes because I agree. I don't see the pikes as a as a crime. We talked about this when we talked about crime syndicates, I don't know, a few episodes ago that the pikes just seem like drug runners. They don't seem right. like they're going to be stealing territory or trying to like, why do they care about Tatooine, to be honest? Like, why are they coming to take it over? Well, so that was the thing. Like when we did our research for the like syndicates, we learned that the Tatooine was a home world for spice. But I thought they actually mined spice here. But right. like apparently, no, they're just tr- this is just part a of the, tri- the triangle. Well, this can be for yeah, part of the triangle, right? Yeah, with yeah. Cast- this could be our end to understanding that entire world, right? Like right. the spice triangle, yeah. where the spice goes, 
how, why the why the Pikes, you know, find it to be so lucrative and, and yeah, how. Well, maybe we still have four them. episodes, you know, like maybe we'll well, I can't believe how much ground we've covered in just three for like yeah. what's felt like a slow paced, like slow played show. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think there might I think there's going to be another shoe to drop. That's going to be a big one. And I, I'm wondering, you know, we've got like I would call Black Chrysanthemum like a C list sort of Star Wars celebrity. Do you yep. think we get like a B-list uh, Star Wars celebrity? I don't even want a Han Solo. Well, the thing is, the like Huts are going to hire someone else. It seems like Boba yeah. calls out the Huts in this episode in a big way, where he's like, "These are Huts, like waiting only give them another opportunity to strike again." Like right. he says stuff where it's like the Huts are just going to keep going after you until you just don't exist. Especially if they feel like you have any bad feelings against them. Right? I feel like they're just terrifying. They're a terrifying what? crime network that's been in existence for a long time. And, and yet they also they, the the huts cower to the pikes. Like that's the thing, right? Yeah. But I feel like the other thing about the huts is that they are hedonists, and they're they don't want to get their too. like they're not... two faced exactly. Yeah. They don't want to get their hands dirty. Yeah. So I don't. What we've learned from this from the last few episodes is the mayor says, "I didn't hire the things. I didn't hire the assassins. Go talk to what's her Gorza Thwip. Yeah, Gorza Thwip. Yeah, Thwip, which. Spider-Man, anyone? Anyway, uh, and then and then she's like, <laughs> okay, know. we'll go outside. It's the huts. That's like, no, it wasn't me. It was the pikes. Like, it, it's clearly he's just getting the runner around from all yeah. these people. Guys, I so, need to walk out of a building and just be confronted by the twins. Like, that just yeah. needs to happen. <laughs> I've seen it's, it too many times. I, I For me, it's just high comedy every time. <laughs> yeah. Like eating him like the, whatever up. gerbil that is or guinea pig. Or <laughs> yeah. That is. Oh, yeah. That he dabs his forehead with like a live gerbil. Yep. It's a pretty great. It's a good bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. All right. Um, so I know we have one more big thing, literally, that we want to talk <laughs> yeah. about. No, but problem. I have a question for you. All right. Who let Black Hersantan into the uh, the palace? Uh, he just found his way in, man. He probably belayed up a window, a wall or something outside. There's a traitor. There's always a traitor in There's these a things. Traitor? Yep. And it is a hundred percent. Any droid? guesses? No. BBB? No. Fennec. You know, it's Fennec Shan. Come on. <laughs> it's a hundred percent Fennec Shan. She's really? totally. He she's brought her back Fredo. to life. She's the Fredo. She's okay. the Fredo. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a that's bold a call, Adam. Right there. Yeah. If you want to, if it's a if we're really doing an early crime film, like yeah, sure. Yep. That makes sense because you only have so many billed actors in an early crime film, early gangster yeah. film. Yeah. Um, Calling it. Anyway. That makes good. That makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. I, but it I thought he was twist. building a cadre. Of, I thought he was building like you know, a. a a fighting force like around him. I, I didn't think he was going to just settle with just one companion. I thought he was going to build like I thought Chris Antan was going to join. I thought, yeah, well, he's got this. Did he get like a four alarm or something? The yep. Huts are going to hire someone else to come after him, like Bosk. I'm really fingers yeah. crossed. Bosk. Again, I, I want to exactly. I want to revisit <laughs> Ben. Get a B lister. Give me a B list. Exactly, Ben's B list question. <laughs> I think you're right. I think we're going to get some of the original bounty hunters. <laughs> Give me one. Give me a Dengar. I'll take again the Dengar. Oh, you want a Dengar? I want a Simon Pegg as Dengar. That's what I want. 
Wow. That, that's that could really happen. I that well, I think, he's, I think he's done shooting the next seven Mission Impossible films because that's all he does now. Oh. And uh, I think that's he might be life. a help. That's a good life right there. But Morgan, what, right, let's, let's, let's talk about the... Um, Let's talk about the uh, the big element. <laughs> the the discussed. elephant in the room? Wait, yeah. no. If only there was another metaphor in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes. The, uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. we're on it's different Danny topics. Danny Trejo. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you said I mean, Trejo? Like, no. like, they kept him on, on super wides for a while. And I was I like, know. it's not Danny Trejo. I was like, come on, Robert, read you guys. It's your first episode. That was very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Which, don't get wrong. He's great and he did wonderful in this role. I am always actually big. fantastic. He's a treasure. He's Which so is good. Athamir never sounded so good. If, sounded so good. It's so good. Uh, they can become very, they're very loving. The line he yeah, drops about Rancor is being, uh, so here we go. There's a Rancor that's being given yes. to that as a, as gift. a gift. Yeah. Right. I mean, episode. everyone knows that. That's and good. it proves that, that Boba Fett has a heart because yeah. he is in love with this Rancor very quickly. Like he takes this pet immediately. Yo, it's a there. callback to the uh, to the Christmas special. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I've, I've ridden beasts larger than this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that's theme number one from this episode is yeah. I've ridden beasts ten times like the size of this. Like the way he looks at the Rancor is awesome in that yeah. moment. Yeah, <laughs> Tamar Morrison. I have a feeling this is the attack one. of the clones of the. Uh, Book it might. This Fett. episode is, I think, yeah. So it's most prequely of all the episodes. Like, think of all the lore bombs just in this. When he episode. goes, they're when he's like a they're full, wild. a full Ronto carcass from the Lada. He's like, <laughs> I think it's hungry. And the, when he says, "I think it's hungry," it might yeah. be the best line delivery I've heard in Star Wars. For Dude, a... I love how you geek over Tam. You're just <laughs> yeah. like he's the greatest actor so hard that's ever happened in delivery. It's so good. His so. Delivery. I love what they did with this, but let me rewrite it for a second because my my brain thought because they kept have the blinders on and the imprinting thing, yeah. where I'm like, is this a, is this like a long con where like they're actually just mindless beasts and they don't imprint and like and it was just gonna be like okay take the blinders <laughs> off and then suddenly the rancor just starts going after Boba Fett like that's <laughs> like Trejo is laughing that would be like you the believe last that. Movie. And then he runs out and shuts the door behind him, and then we get a Boba Fett versus Rancor fight. Versus I mean, I, I like where it went, but that's where my mind was like, this, this is no way this is actually going to be him taming oh, a Rancor. That would be really, that would be a really funny bit. Yeah. That would be a really funny <laughs> that's bit. That's where I thought it was going, but I'm so excited we're going to get to see Boba Fett riding a Rancor. In yeah. fact, I thought that's how he was going to go confront the mayor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to go. And I, yeah. the way the pace is going now, we're going to see Boba Fett on a Rancor next. Next, wouldn't, episode, the, wouldn't the last yeah. shot of the entire season be him on a Rancor? No, because every streets, Grant, every time the streets would be the, like looking no. down at the camera, well, and this is like Grant. Week. Every Hopefully time he, you say what the, the end boss, of the season is going to be, it boss. happens the next episode. <laughs> Listen, as long as that Rancor is alive, Boba Fett isn't walking anywhere. Yeah, he's that's going to be his, uh, whatever it's he's, called. He's going to go down to get the mail at the bottom of the street on a Rancor. He's going to come back like if you had a rancor, you would just ride the thing all the time. 
Well, the thing is, they've talked about like patrolling the streets and like being carried around, like a, oh yeah, on a litter. Noble, yeah, and all these kind of ways to kind of show your power. And I think the final best way to show your power on Tatooine, yeah. in my opinion, <laughs> is to ride a rancor through the streets. Agreed. In That's my humble say. opinion. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I, I'm just gonna suggest that perhaps riding a <laughs> just I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, as if that's, that's not the most awesome, <laughs> awesome thing ever. I thought it's I mean Jedi and a Rancor ever. is its own alert, but like Boba on a Rancor. <laughs> it's ridiculous because it's all classic Star Wars elements. Yeah. It's really nothing outside of the uh original, you know, designs. I know yeah. all the money they saved on that speeder chase, they're going to put right into having him ride a Rancor for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. There was also a speeder chase. In this I want to see a Rancor like snatch a like, starship out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just got to see it. But you got to think it's going to be that's going to be the budget. Like, I mean. Rancors are amazing. Ever since like I was reading about one of the Star Wars books that they're basically just crustaceans. Really? Yeah. Like the closest relative is a crustacean. So basically like a giant land crab. Like a clam? Yeah. Or <laughs> crab. But, yeah, but like, more like it's amazing. Different. Yeah. Are um, they like an oyster? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I think it's shellfish. I'm saying crustaceans, like I like think lobs- it, I, like lobsters. When I, when I hear imprint, though, I think of love, very love little fuzzy ducklings, and I think yeah, totally a juxtaposition that they're doing that. It looks like the dragon from Willow, though, too. Like the they yeah. like the Rancor and the Willow dragon are very similar, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, after I haven't rewatched. I loved Willow when I was a kid. I I, I tried to rewatch it a few years ago, and the brownies kind of sent me packing. So I got to go back and try it again. <laughs> There's a new Willow, I think. Show. I know a new series, a Disney Plus it. series. Yeah. I'm starring, excited for that. Uh, yeah, I'll watch anything Warwick Davis is in. Yeah, <laughs> right. We got a nice tie back in because I was going to say this isn't going to become a Willow podcast. I mean, yeah. he was great, and what was that? He was in a Ricky Gervais produced. Uh, a full yeah. Ronto show that was really good. Yeah, that was a very good show. And Wait, I can't think. Also, of it. can we shout out when Fennec Shan sips like the Tonnerre wine? Like, <laughs> we just like, just like that was an amazing scene. When was but, that? That happened. I don't remember that. They have all that food that like. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, feast. Yeah. yeah, the feast. The yeah. feast scene. There's like a million feast. weird disjoint, like disjointed scenes in this. Yeah. In this oh. I guess the other thing, since we missed a cameo last week, we will mention that we did notice. Yes, we did notice that the spaceport. Yes, in Moss Eisley, he goes to Moss Eisley. When he goes to Moss Eisley in the flashback, we do see the one played by Amy Sedaris walking in the background with pictures. I know. I can't think of her Star Wars. I can't think of her name either, but we caught it. (laughs) We saw it. And there, I mean, that was a crossover with the Mandalorian, right? They're showing them put the helmets on the snakes. I mean, so that's the interesting thing, right? So we are building the Mandoverse that Boba Fett is firmly established within. We know the third of possibly four shows, but as of right now, only three shows is Ahsoka, right? We know that's going to be part of that universe. What's interesting is like we have John Favreau's written these first three episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. I mean, he's got to be giving Ahsoka over to Dave Filoni, right? I would think no, so. Ahsoka is Dave Filoni's like brainchild. 
Wild. It's just interesting because, like, I thought for sure we'd have more Robert Rodriguez. Well, hopefully we will. In something, I, yeah. Yeah, I think the huts are gonna or the pikes or someone. The thing at the end of this episode, so we need to like blaze through this episode. So he gets a raincore, all this kind of stuff. All. But then, like these pikes, like basically, you find out the pikes are Mukshai's. The mayor is aligned with the pikes, yeah. and everyone's aligned with the pikes. And uh, the pikes are now landing on this star liner at the end of the episode, and they're they come out like in droves and they look threatening it's like almost like they slow it down to like 180 frames per second or something yes, like, like yeah they walk and it's like yeah. the starliners okay, so cool i guess we're gonna fight them like yeah. next episode basically like is that the thing is that the next threat the pipes I mean, That's the next threat maybe or if we're if we're if the show is keeping up the pattern that it's established next week's gonna be a heavy flashback episode uh, well, yeah, so I think it's that's where they're going to tie together, right? The pikes, but it's only the fourth episode. But because so we, you know, so one scene we kind of, you know, blew through also was that he came back to find that the um, the Nikto speeder riders or um, killed the his whole yeah, clan. wiped out yeah one whole the whole clan they were gone and so um, you know, but he and you know they did that because. They were getting money from the Pikes for protection money against the Hus- the Tuscans, and he was just like on the wrong side of that, and misplayed it and got everyone yeah. killed. Yeah. Or Isn't there will... a trailer where he has like all the people? Yep. We get eighty eight breaking down the territories of Moses, but doesn't he have all the families the... from each territory at a, at a dinner party? Is yeah, there, we still haven't is seen there that like a yet. dinner yeah. party sequence? Oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. might be next episode. That's a good call. Um, I also will say. The only evidence of who wiped out the Tuscan Raiders was the graffiti of right. that biker scoop. So there's always a chance he's once again being misled. Yeah. All right. So the spice that was moving through over the desert. Yes. Why? Don't know. To get from one to get to the other side. Yeah. That's why I crossed the road. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. What's okay. The large thing, right? <laughs> it's not mine on Tatooine, right? Like, I don't know. That's the thing. We don't really know what Tatooine's role is, right? In the, like in the spice trade, like we, yeah, yeah. I haven't it, found that out. Getting in into that, so we understand why these things are, you know, moving I, around. I think, I think we will because it's interesting. Like the 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 Matt Barry droid eighty eight, his opening discussion of Mos Espa. I'm like, oh, this is really interesting information. It's odd we're getting it in season or episode three, right? right. Like it was like so, which I I don't necessarily mind. Like don't front load all your exposition. So I think we'll get a spice exposition probably maybe next episode in a. What flashback. is your petition to Lord Fett? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if they're already exposing yeah, the like quote unquote main villain in episode three, I feel like there's going to be more villains to come. Wait, do is this a eight? Is this a seven episode? Seven. seven. Seven, okay. so it's a uh, yeah. Um, we might be doing Nahada. That might happen. Honestly, Maybe. it's been like name dropped a couple times. And again, we've talked about this, so we gotta. We really need to weigh in on this street gang. Um, I love the street gang. I love the characters themselves. Just the mopeds. I felt were a little yeah. like retro sci-fi Jetsons without the Macquarie sort of scheme. Yeah, uh, it, it or, definitely or, stands out in a way that felt 
odd. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a good thing. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, the, the internet's been aflame as the internet has been going does. insane over this. Everyone and I needs feel to like relax. everyone needs. Let's to just move down. past this because it's incredible. Like, and then yeah. we we over text messages. We're just like this would they would be incredible on Coruscant or like yeah, you know, Alada, it would make perfect yeah. sense. But then hey, maybe the show might unfold in a way. Right. Find but out you, they are involved in with Nell Hutta. They make perfect sense being on Tatooine. Uh, you know, we have I've I've just always been a fan who who's thought Tatooine is just such a uh, inhospitable yeah, yeah. planet. Anything that that's on Tatooine for like a week, it's old. Just gets like weathered old. immediately. I, yeah. I will also say I appreciate that we have this gang of kids who all have these cybernetic enhancements. Yeah. Yeah, which are great. In a galaxy out. where your big bad evil was a half man, half <laughs> machine, and yeah. kids like to be edgelordy, yeah. right? Like I, part of was like, this is of course they're like, oh, you know, Darth Vader was a badass. I'm gonna Do be you more. Do think like there Darth was like Vader. propaganda yeah. where they're like flexing like Vader as an enforcer and being like, Vader's yeah. like, like. Vader saber guy. Yeah, I mean, like it'd be funny if it was a little meta and everyone was just like, is like terrible as like Vader was. They were just like, he was pretty cool. That's <laughs> no, they're tagging. You know, they're tagging. They're like, you know, I know this la, is wrong to say, but but like, he was so metal. I, I know it's awesome. Like, a la like uh, Hawkeye. You know, they're tagging places saying Vader was right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like his. That's what kids do. Like they, they, they try to worship whatever is going to get the biggest rise out of the squares, right? And sure. so I like oh, that they gave these kids like exactly, exactly counterculture. Like, right? So I appreciate we didn't that. get any. They of feel this like a late eighties oh. Venice counterculture punk. Yeah, I mean, maybe the execution was not punk. exactly what I was Actors, expecting. Cyberpunk. Yeah, William yeah. Gibson. Well, again, man, it comes back to Attack of the Clones. Like it, yep. the. And the first thing I thought when I saw the speeders was um, uh, Anakin's the one he jacks in um, the yeah. speeder chase, the like the open air, like hot rod um, speeder. Right. He he like steals um, right before they go to the club and all that. And, you know, and I was like, oh, it's kind of the same thing. If you look at the designs of like there's, you know, it's yeah. like that retro 50s right. sort of like old car with, you know, turbo blasters on the back. That's yeah. what set them going. Um, so there's also a retro fifties diner on Coruscant. Coruscant is a retro fifties art deco environment environment. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. Right. They belong. They look good. They do. It's it's a deep. Jarring. Yeah, it's it's a deep lore pull by Rodriguez and um, or, you know, Favreau because he wrote it. But I mean, in, now I'm realizing this episode is just like one deep pull after another. It is. And it's very it's it's a love letter to a lot of prequel Lucas stuff. Like the comedy yeah. bits during the, the chase are very prequel. Like like that when 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 the protocol droid almost gets hit like four times. Yeah. Very prequel. When they go flying through a painting of Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, it's very, like yeah. it's very prequel humor, which is fine. Like that's yeah. that's part. There's of a Star lot of Wars. fruit in those those. Oh yeah, for, um, I was like, for wow, the, the rebels fans out there, the yeah. last thing that his speeder crashes into is Meluron fruit. Yeah, which, which by the way, yeah, 
if anyone's watched Back to the Future One or Back to the Future Two, it was very reminiscent of Biff's the end of Biff of the chase with Biff, right? Yeah. Like it's it's so doesn't it's just, he go into poop? He goes into poop, but you're not gonna do the Star Wars, but it's very similar the way it's it's shot. Right. And that and hey, you know, if we got if we got anything from Star Wars, we know and from Solo, they will reference a back to the future. Yeah. There are some references in this that I really were beyond me, though, like in terms of dialogue. Uh, yeah. In terms just the <laughs> lexicon that Boba Fett is familiar with. Like, yeah. <laughs> good, Grant. like what? Grant? Like, about. You, better, you better fight as good as you talk dank. Like <laughs> I had to like turn on the subtitles. I was like, what did he just say? What was that? And then and the next he one speaks was, gather he up speaks your space gack and follow me. It was almost yeah. like uh, Edward James Olmos and like. Uh, uh, so, can we? Can we what was, yeah, yeah, totally. That's right. What was the but first... also like in Mandalorian when he he's like, well, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? But he's like, isn't that the hoon tuned onto the like meow meow something something like he? <laughs> yeah, it was like this weird reference of a bunch of crazy words. It's like well, you know, it's, Boba speaks Jeff. It's it's very similar to in Star Trek. Whenever they need to cite something historical, they'll do three references. They will do two references from actual history and then make up a name it's because it takes place in the future. And so it's very similar of like now in this new Star Wars, when they do a reference, it's like a something we know from Star Wars and then a new word. Like yeah. they'll do it all the time. So, but I, Grant, to go back to that. I like that for Boba Fett though. Cause yeah, like, yeah. City totally. Speak, city yeah. speak and like the idea that he's been to like a metrop. He's been right. to, in my, I think it's all over the guys. In a lot yep. of our headcanon, he has been to these giant mega cities, these giant, so, you know, I, ecumenopolis I, planets. Where he's, and I don't, I don't want to lose us the, I don't want to get us an explicit rating, but I want to parse apart for a second. The first. Oh, you, nice. you better, you better, what blank, you better read you the better first one. You better fight as good as you talk dank. Talk, talk dank, <laughs> which means you better fight as good as you talk the oh, S word. Bleep. Correct? Yeah. So, but then we hear dank ferric, and now I'm trying to pull this apart because that would mean blank. It doesn't something. work one to one. Right, like that doesn't quite work. So I'm going to try to let it go, but that's, that's making me a little whatever. Right, yeah, poodoo, we get that. Poodoo, we know what poodoo is. Guys. Oh, with Jawas, Adam, you got a you got two Jawas on the street corner. Yeah, yeah. and we're not and grimy were, little just grimy. grinding on that street they corner. Sweaty little Jawas. <laughs> they were yellow-eyed Jawas, not red-eyed Jawas. Yeah. Wow. Well, they were from they Tatooine. Were, They're not off-world Jawas. Exactly. They weren't the off-world Jawas. But which, classic. Because in the last episode during his vision quest, he saw off-world Jawas. Oh, yeah, because they had red eyes. Yeah. But I also think in the first episode, he was scavenged by offward Jawas. And I feel like this is just continuity stuff that they don't quite. <laughs> I think we're, I think, I think we're yeah, together in, more than they are. During the day, the yellow eyes work, but during the night, the red eyes work. Oh, actually, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. There you go. Right. Because, like, just from a visual standpoint, yeah. you're like using different vision. Yeah. In the tree, the vision with the tree, those red eyes are supposed to be Jawas. Yes. In the uh, in the concept art. Um, yes. I will say, I have I've had this I've had this episode running on repeat since we started taping, which okay. was hours ago. So I've now seen this episode five times. Uh, the speeder bikes are bothering me less. 
Right? I feel like the that second isn't time that, through, it didn't bother me as isn't much. Isn't that always the way Star Wars works? Is that they introduce yeah. something new? Like you just, if you if you watch a couple times, it just starts yeah. getting into part like, of it. It's fine. And like you realize, like mathematically or scientifically or literally, it does relate to other yes. parts of Star and Wars. It's just not the one you were expecting. They are like a future tech street gang. They yeah. are like they seem cyber like using like cutting edge droid tech. It's and I like, like they don't seem to be using like like secondhand droid tech. Like right. their gear looks pretty advanced. If, if they're literal gearheads, they're gonna have different looking speeders. And I like that. I think part of it is the headcanon that we have worked on together. That <laughs> you know that's helped me a little bit through it. Where it's just like, well, they're because we do know now Huda very much these these speeders would look very in oh. line with now Huda. They would look perfect. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you, Narsha. That's a, I want to see those places, man. You know, I I think we might. I think it might be season two because I really think I think with the way the story's going, is season one's all about him gaining control of Moss Espa. Moss I Espa. don't think it's going to get larger than that. You think and we're going to get a second season? I do. Why wouldn't we? I I like I. So <laughs> to get kind of like practical about it, this is a. I'm sure it's doing well. It's getting a lot of talk about it. And sometimes it's all related. It's like if you look at the Marvel stuff, it's about contracts with the stars. I mean, Tamara Morrison, I think, is very happy playing this role and be very happy to keep playing it. The The reason I would say that they wouldn't, and I hope yeah. they do, uh, is oversaturation. I think they're just like, you know, they, they don't yeah. want people to get sick of Boba Fett. What, not, Bo- like, what is Boba's final act, though? He is in the back to tank quite a bit. I'm just wondering yeah. what his final act is at this point. That's kind of what this show's making me think about. Figure out why he has cloning sickness, but that's just my guess. Mm. A really good guess. Um, yeah, like how crazy would fans go if like the next shot in the flashback was just like blinding white and it was the hallways and like you get one of the Kaminoans like talking mm. to him. You know what I mean? Like how I would love crazy that. Would people go? People would well, go. I think they crazy. keep showing the same flashback over yeah, and, over and over again. <laughs> but it's always not going to Logan home. checks. Like, come on, like, just do it. Yeah. People would because lose like, their minds if, if they saw yeah. that. And then it was like a secret plan that's been going on forever. That's like he's involved with like a hidden agenda to use to take over whoever ab- abuses the Kaminoans. Yeah, and to have it or be like like back, prequel characters, like CG prequel characters that do it. That yeah. I, you know what? I miss CG Star Wars. I'm just going to come out and say it 45 minutes into this um, <laughs> this Boba Fett podcast. Um, I just like, I I kind of want to see more CG Star Wars. Like a whole like huts show. Are, the all twins CG. are fully CG. That's A, you're getting them in the, in the, in the huts. Yeah. Yeah. They're like fully. Too. Like, ever since that Eclipse trailer, I'm like, yo, yeah. why don't we just do that? <laughs> I would, no, and I... You and, will and, in a new trilogy. No and, and, no, and Ben, uh, I completely agree if they can do it to the level of that Eclipse trailer. I just, I, I, I think the blending of the practical and the volume and the CGI they're doing on, in the Mandoverse yeah. is kind of perfect, and I don't want them to mess with that formula too much, because I think when they start, because, to be honest... Some of the stuff that kind of did not connect to me in that speeder tra- chase was when it was clearly CGI stuff going on, and I could just it just looked. Why well, I didn't see any CGI in that? I just saw blurred out wheels, 
and a couple of hover rounds. Like, <laughs> I thought that would be hard to do to do. So this is another thing I bumped up against. I was like, why? Why would you want to show off too much of the streets? Like the streets are so enchanting as they are. Yeah. That, like yeah. you don't really need to. You don't really need to do like expose them too much. You know what I mean? Like I think you can just you can do what you do with the volume and do shooting against just one production design uh, set, and uh, you don't need to really like reverse shot or like move around too much because it looks so it's just so compelling just like everything looks incredible on Tatooine yeah 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 the, it, it was gratuitous to me I was like of all the like action sequences it's going to be chasing the major domo through the thing and he's a, he's going to just like turn over immediately as soon as he's got it it was like, odd it was it was odd too because I'm like this character is not an action hero Right. So I'm like, it. it's he, he like it ended the way it was supposed to end. But I'm like, this this chase isn't thrilling me because it's like it's less about the major domo and more about all of the, the cyberpunk random teams. And, yeah. But also all the random stuff in the way of the cyberpunk. Team. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a way like, to make more lore ooh, traffic. Yeah, right. I did. A lot, I did respect the wall ride, though. That was pretty. Yeah, awesome. that was pretty cool. Wall ride was cool. That was yep. cool. And we did get to see Jetpack Boba Fett, which is yeah, yeah. Like I need that more. I need more Jetpack <laughs> Boba Fett. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a man. That that major demo is a funny character, Do but you, uh, it just yeah. it's like a wild. Like okay, I guess, and we're off. But like, think about like the production expense to like all those practical effects they used in that. Or yeah, crazy. It's amazing. So this is the first of three Robert Rodriguez episodes directed i think i think do you so he's doing two of the next four right so that's my question is do you think he's going to do a a straight shot of trilogies like like three four five or do you think they're going to split it up a little bit no idea yeah any thoughts on that i heard he was doing five six seven well he's not Because he's done three. He's already done one, and he has two more. But maybe yeah. he's doing six and he's seven. He's done episode three, so maybe six okay. and four. Or it's or reports are wrong, and he did four, which might be. Who knows? Yeah, but it's interesting, right? It's the first time in any of these seasons we're going to get someone doing multiple episodes in a single season, right? Uh, well, I think I think didn't Filoni have two on season, or Favreau had two? season one? Well, yeah. Fol- oh, actually, Favre. no. And then um, oh. what's his name, Famuyua? Famu Yua had uh, two as well. Both didn't they just give yeah. like series off to like other directors though? Like, didn't they just like? Aren't they hiring those directors to do full on series now? Oh, well, I know Deborah Chow is doing. Deborah Chow is doing it, but no reports yet about Rick Famu Yua. Yeah, who was my which favorite? Is, he's like the one <laughs> I want most. Like, I want him to do a Star feature. Wars. So give him a trilogy, dude. Like I want. I know. That. He's doing another Disney Plus show, so I think they stole him away from Star Wars for a little bit. He's doing the Children of Blood and Bone, which, by the oh, way, oh yeah, yeah, which that's is, another Lucasfilm property. I believe. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. That first book, yeah, I'll do anything so that guy directs is, now. It's really good. I'll watch um, anything he directs, it's awesome. But I think so. I think we also have isn't Bryce Dallas Howard doing an episode? to this season i thought i saw i might be making that up i thought she was that sounds familiar i'm forgetting the names that they listed off we did an ep- yeah. a podcast like 70 but episodes I mean, ago that just leaves like one other person yeah yeah because i thought manoverse was just splitting off into a bunch of series and everyone 
Well, as of right now, well, they were supposed to be the Rangers of the New Republic, and that got scrapped. And now there's just Ahsoka's the only other one. Oh, in Acolyte. That's not part of the Mandoverse. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just Ahsoka, isn't it? I could see Filoni sharing um, Ahsoka with Bryce and Rick. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Filoni's Filoni's going to write that series, like... I don't think he's going to direct many of those. Yeah, he might, but I think well, he's he going to write that more of the Favreau role in that in that yeah. show. Yeah. That'll be that funny. show is going to be very exciting. That's basically basically the Luke Skywalker show. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Luke Skywalker show." It's like Ahsoka will be that. I think. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, that voice you're doing—that was me. I'm the one that that's <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> That was um, the most fans, I feel like. I just had that voice just It was uh, appropriate. I talk like that a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look like, just before this. I was like, I want to look Ahsoka will be that show. Like, effectively, like, it's a base, a Jedi exploring. An OP Jedi exploring the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm here for it. It's going to be wild. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's put Boba Fett to bed <laughs> for uh, week three. Thanks very much, everyone, for, uh, you know, watching the show, listening to us talk about it, um, you know, get at us on the on the Soch. Um, and we'll do it again next week. Can't wait. Um, also, this week, it came out if uh, you're into the books or just want to know what's going on in the High Republic. Uh, we just reviewed the recent novel by Claudia Gray uh, called Fallen Star, which is great. The third novel from the High Republic. So um, listen to that and find out what's going on in that whole place, man. It's wild. Wyland in the High Republic right now. Um, so great. Thanks very much for listening to us. We'll talk to you next week. And may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>